Good morning and welcome to another episode of the LCS Commute Podcast. Podcast made by and for the commute to work. My name is Thomas Baker, aka T Bakes, writer and contributor with thegamehouse.com. We're heading into week six of the summer split. So we're getting close to the end, you know, the last couple of weeks. Today I wanted to just talk about some matchups in this weekend. Um, before I actually start pulling out, let me see who's playing. So, Saturday, we have Fly versus C9, Dig, 100 Thieves, TSMTL, GGCLG, and EG Immortals. On Sunday, we have TSM Golden Guardians, EG versus FlyQuest, TL versus C9, Immortals versus 100 Thieves, and Dig versus CLG. The two teams that jump out to me are FlyQuest and Cloud9. FlyQuest and Cloud9 play each other on Saturday. And then FlyQuest plays EG and C9 plays TL. And I think these are going to be pretty important matches for the state of the standings. If FlyQuest... If FlyQuest can win one or both of these then I think they're pretty much solidified in top three, right? Um, If Cloud9 can win both one, I think Cloud9 really wants to win both of these. I say that like like any team doesn't want to go 2-0. Let me rephrase that. I think that Cloud9 would solidify, like, basically, these are matches that if these teams can win, then they kind of, uh, with with this little bit of the split left, I think that they really solidify in people's minds that they're top three contenders, because that's what we're really looking for at this point in the year. We're looking for which team, which teams are going to step up and qualify for Worlds. Of course, playoffs gives you quite a bit of opportunity to climb at the end of the season and peak at the right time. Being that top eight get into the playoffs and top six, I believe, start in some sort of winner's bracket. So as long as you're top eight, you get into playoffs. If you, as long as you're top six, then you feel pretty comfortable that as long as you can perform in the actual playoffs matches, then you can reasonably qualify for Worlds, you know? There are geese crossing the street. Let's see if I can creep around them. And make sure I don't hit them. All right, here it is. Clear. Okay. Yeah, there's about ten of them. Um, 
So yeah, C9 versus Fly. I think uh, FlyQuest should win. Should, based on how they look, based on their trajectory, I think FlyQuest should win, but Cloud9 could reasonably win. Um, and then Fly versus EG, this is obviously a huge test. Evil Geniuses is at the top. They're the team that looks the most consistent by far. I think FlyQuest gets a win here. They're definitely on people's minds for top three. Because at the moment, it's one of those like, well, we have Evil Geniuses, 100 Thieves is starting to look better, TL is like impossible to write off as a strong team. Even though their record, even though they have a 50% win rate past week one, they still have shown enough between week one and then their strong early games that no one is going to completely write off TL until they actually bottom out in playoffs. Because that's the other thing to keep in mind is we're just playing best of ones right now. When we get into best of fives, I feel like TL will look even better in best of fives because of their versatility, their their experience, etc. Of course, I said that last time, and they ended up they ended up doing pretty poorly in playoffs, all things considered. But anyway, um, and then Cloud Nine will be playing. Cloud Nine will be playing uh, TL. So basically, Fly and C Nine have an opportunity to have a huge swing in the standings. If if either one of these can, you know, whoever wins on Saturday, if they can also net a win on Sunday, I think this is the moment where they could solidify themselves. Because, like, for example, right now, I wouldn't consider Cloud9 a top three team. I would consider FlyQuest the top three team, but I don't, I think they're really like the fourth place team. But I could see them reasonably breaking into top three. I don't really see that for Cloud9 right now. But if Cloud9 beats FlyQuest and then they beat TL, then yeah, I, I can see them being top three. I can consider them as a, as a potential top three team. If FlyQuest beats Cloud9 and then moves on and beats EG, then they're definitely in contention for top three, and they are a serious threat at that point. Now let's say FlyQuest wins on Saturday and then loses to Evil Geniuses on Sunday, which is the predictable outcome. Then they stay in my head as like, you know, fourth or fifth place team. If if Cloud9 wins on Saturday and then loses to TL on Sunday, same thing. I would consider them like a fifth or sixth place team. But it's that it's that 2-0 weekend on in a clutch two clutch games in a row that really will solidify one of these teams as as like a contender in my head. So I'm looking forward to both of those matches. And I think whoever wins Saturday goes into Sunday with like pretty good momentum that, that they'll want 
going up against one of the top teams. Right? at 100 Thieves, 100 Thieves plays against Dig on Saturday, and then they're going to play against IMT on Sunday, so it should be a really easy 2-0 for them. If they drop either of these games, it will be very unfortunate. That being said, you know, Dig did get rid of, did drop River, so I feel like they're going to look even worse than they already do, theoretically. Immortals is on an upswing, but they're still shaky enough that I think Hundred Thieves should really just demolish them. I'm not going to talk too much about those games because Hundred Thieves is just the easy favorite in both of those matchups, and that's huge for them. That's huge for them. They're they're going to end the split, uh, and I've kind of been alluding to it most of my, you know, most of the podcast is that Hundred Thieves has done this for a couple of years now. They start out kind of slow. They start out kind of kind of uh, loose in a bad way and then they just kind of like dial it in as the split goes on and then when you get into playoffs they're they're a title contender and so I'm expecting them to be the same way here Um, just keep ramping up keep ramping up Abadaga's looking a lot better FBI's looking a lot better so as long as they continue the trajectory they're on, they're they're a serious title threat, and I would I would anticipate them winning any games for the rest of the split. Versus the Evil Geniuses, Team Liquid, they're probably going to look more contentious, but they are possible winners in every single game for the rest of the split. In my mind. And I'm not even a hundred thieves fan. Like I'm not even a huge hundred thieves fan or anything. I'm just that's just how they are. That's just that's their mo. Start slow, start sloppy, refine as the split goes on, and really narrow your sights and, and sharpen up and button up the button up the gameplay. And you know that's where we're at. Uh, TSM, they're playing Team Liquid and Golden Guardians. I think this is going to be pretty difficult for TSM. They did announce that Soul is moving into back to Academy and Solo will be their starting top laner. Um, from everything I've seen, and granted, I'm not digging super deep into it, but from everything that I've seen on the surface, Solo is not necessarily a huge game-changing player for this team, in my opinion. I know historically <laughs> he has a reputation for like joining teams and and kind of bumping them up in the standings in the short term. But, you know, I don't think he's a really, really that good as a long-term solution. And You know, it's kind of weird. He started the split as the coach for CLG's amateur team, CLG Faith. And I haven't really been keeping up with it, but I'm wondering, um, just one of the thoughts when he was announced joining TSM was, you know, I, I forget who the other... They have another um, streamer, like old ex-pro, Law Poly, I think, as their coach. But 
they were both supposed to be coaching the CLG Faith team, and I was just kind of wondering if they uh, if they found a replacement for him or how that played out because it's just another example of players finding a job as a coach when they can't find a job as a player, and then the minute they can get a job as a player, they just they just drop the coaching thing. It kind of bothers me personally. I think that it's just. I understand it. I understand if you're a player, you want to really play, and, like, coaching is a way to stay relevant and stay in the scene while you're not signed as a player, but I would kind of like to see more players really commit to the coaching thing. You know, I just think it will be necessary in the future for the future of the esport, like, we need more players to stick as coaches, and I feel like for the longest time, it was, it was like, second, second rate players were being coaches, and then the best players just become, like, streamers or some kind of personality versus actually coaching and actually leading a team. I just think that more players should try to make that transition and solo, um, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I think TSM's going 0-2 this weekend. It's it's unfortunate the position they're in. I mean, Spica and Maple are going to... Spica and Maple, I think, are going to be pretty... feeling pretty bad at the end of the split, but they're going to do their best and... I mean, who knows? They could they could take a they could take a win off of uh, who was it? Golden Guardians. Yeah, I mean they could they could take a win off Golden Guardians, but Golden Guardians did just get River from Dignitas. Um, most people are kind of question mark pinging this move. I think that I think personally, it's not a bad bad idea for Golden Guardians. Like I think they were having issues with their jungler and I think that River can can fill some of those holes that they're having and continue to push them to be a strong early game team and then we'll have to wait and see if that translates to wins that's the thing and then you know you only have a few weeks left but if you remember back last summer I'm pretty sure it was last summer right um Licorice joined Golden. Excuse me. Licorice joined Golden Guardians towards the back half of the, or, or you know, mid-split last summer, and he actually, you know, they were actually starting to look a lot better in those last few weeks. It didn't, it didn't amount to anything when it came to qualifying for Worlds and their playoff run, but just in the short term of the regular season, they definitely looked stronger, and I think that this is going to be another one of those moves where, you know, they're going to look stronger, they're going to have a honeymoon phase, I would guess, and these last few weeks of LCS, they're probably going to climb a little bit in standings, or they're going to at least net some wins, but I don't think it's necessarily going to make them like a world contender team or anything like that, I think they would, it would require more time, and maybe one other you know, one other player change, if I had to guess, would um, help facilitate them 
to transcend into the next level. At this point, I think the river, swapping in river, really just keeps them as a middle-of-the-pack team. They could push for, like, a sixth place, but I just think it's unlikely, given their place in the standings and given their performance so far and the issues that they've shown so far, I don't really think it's reasonable to think that adding River would put them into top th top four. You know, I just don't see it happening. So, slamming on their brakes. Okay. CLG plays Golden Guardians and Dig, so CLG is also in a position where they could. Uh, they could potentially get a 2-0 weekend. They actually had the 1-1 one one last weekend where they they beat um, Team Liquid, I believe. So, you know, CLG is in a pretty good spot. CLG and 100 Thieves having 2-0 weekends. I, I think they would continue to stay in the top five. Pretty reasonable to assume. Um... Now, at the same time, CLG, <clears throat> CLG, I think, has been the most variant team in the LCS this split. They've taken games off of the top teams, and they've also lost games that they probably should have won, given their place in the standings. So, you know, this is another one of those weekends where they just really need to buckle down, no no room for mistakes, just play good League of Legends and beat both these teams. Should be pretty straightforward. Um, we've got Evil Geniuses plays Immortals and FlyQuest. Uh, Immortals should be super easy for Evil Geniuses. I feel like that is a terrible matchup for Immortals, personally. I think Evil Geniuses' proactivity and strong mid lane uh, pressure... I think is going to really handicap Immortals. I, I just feel like Evil Geniuses outclasses them in pretty much every role. Actually, they do outclass them in every single role. And I think that the synergies also are stronger on Evil Geniuses' side. So the mid-jungle synergy, the bottom and support synergy, I just feel like is way stronger for Evil Geniuses. You know, hopefully Immortals puts up some kind of a fight. I would hate to see them get perfect gamed or close to perfect gamed again. But, yeah. And then FlyQuest. The FlyQuest match, I think, will be... Um, could become contentious if Fly's um, bottom lane is able to have any kind of independence from Inspired. If they can prevent... Um, JoJo and Inspired from getting getting involved in the bottom lane 2v2. I think FlyQuest can actually <clears throat> win that lane. I think FlyQuest uh, mid-jungle can actually do a pretty solid job versus Evil Geniuses. And I think that the top lane could be could be exploited on either side. I think draft will be very important for this matchup. Both teams are going to want some kind of 
proactive jungle champion. Um, I think it is going to be a jungle a jungle duel. I think that um, I'm guessing Evil Geniuses is going to target you know some power picks, but then also target uh, some bottom lane picks. I think Fly is really going to target like mid jungle, if I had to guess. So, sorry, I need coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Um, I, I think this is probably my the match I'm looking forward to the most. Evil Geniuses and FlyQuest. I think it could be a really fun match. Not to mention, I personally like the branding clash of FlyQuest and Evil Geniuses. I wish they would play it up a little bit more personally. I know a lot of the Zoomers, you know, this gets into one of the topics that was on Hotline League, which was like, how do we make the broadcast appeal to Zoomers or whatever and not be so cringe? Well, you know, people like me, 31-year-olds, tend to like the evil versus, like, you know... The, the black and white evil geniuses team who live evil versus the the fly quest, tree quest, sea quest, bee quest, um, showcase greatness, like super positive team. And I think that this is, this has been kind of a budding rivalry over the years. A lot of people are going to point to like, um, there, there are several different rivalries. I mean, the old rivalry was TSM versus CLG, but with CLG not really being as relevant, that kind of fell away. And then now the tables have kind of switched where TSM feels kind of irrelevant. So no one's really bought into that rivalry in a while. Then you had C9 and TL for a couple of years when TL was winning their championships. C9 was the other team to beat that it felt like they were always showing up in different matchups. Um, I think Evil Geniuses and TL have a pretty solid rivalry at this point. They've met each other in finals a couple times, including Lock-In. Um, I feel like... I feel like uh, FlyQuest and Evil Geniuses is a fun rivalry in that the branding is kind of clashing like bad guys versus good guys kind of deal. And I kind of wish they would play that aspect of it up a little bit more than just the players. Um, you know, I like when Evil Geniuses and Team Liquid, I mean, uh, Evil Geniuses and 100 Thieves play each other because JoJo and Inspired and Closer and, uh, and Abadaga just really like to talk trash. And FBI. FBI's thrown some shade over the years. Um, they just seem like the aggressive, like, ego teams, which is fun. And then... Yeah, I just... I, I, I like watching Evil Geniuses and FlyQuest. And their teams have been at different levels of competition over the over the years. You know, for a while, FlyQuest actually made it into back-to-back -back finals, and then and Evil Geniuses, you know, was nowhere to be seen. 
and then it was like FlyQuest kind of dropped in the standings and Evil Geniuses kind of rose and then now of course Evil Geniuses is the team to beat in North America and FlyQuest is like hey we want to be a, a team to beat too uh, they're they're really trying to push it seems like for that one of those top you know top four top three spots and uh, this is going to be an important match for determining that last couple things here we've got um let's see dig clg imt TL plays C9 and TSM. I feel like these are definitely winnable matches for them, although the C9 one could be the one, you know, if if Team Liquid continue to go one and one, I would expect the TSM match to be the win and the C9 game to be the loss, but TSM did beat TL last time, so we can't necessarily count them out, although it's a totally different roster, and I think TSM is, is in an even weirder spot now without Soul. Um... So yeah, overall, pretty uh, pretty interesting weekend. I think that I think that there's going to be a lot of mismatches, but I think there's going to be some, you know, there's going to be some one-sided matches, but there's also going to be some uh, some contentious matches. You know, I'm thinking if. If 100 Thieves go 2-0 and CLG goes 2-0, you know, that puts that puts 100 Thieves at 10-3 and three, and CLG at 8-5. and five. Um, If Fly gets a 2-0 and Evil Geniuses goes 1-1, one EG would be a 10 and 3 tied with 100 Thieves for first. Fly would be at 9 and 4. Let's say Team Liquid goes 1 and 1. They would be at 8 and 4. Or 8 and 5. That would mean and then Cloud9 would go 1 and 1. So they'd be seven and six. So that would put the standings at EG, 100 Thieves tied for first, FlyQuest in third, Team Liquid in fourth, tied with CLG. And then Cloud9 in fifth, which would be really interesting standings. EG and 100 Thieves in first, FlyQuest in third, Team Liquid and CLG in fourth, and Cloud9 in fifth. Or sixth. Wait, am I doing that right? Yeah, sixth. Cloud9 would be in sixth. And then you have Golden Guardians, TSM, Immortals, and Dig towards the bottom. So, I, I don't know. This weekend could really shake things up. Um, you know, if Evil Geniuses go 2-0, and let's say FlyQuest goes 1-1, one one, 
then Evil Geniuses would stay in first, 100 Thieves would be second, one game behind. Um, then we would have Team Liquid, and let's say Team Liquid 2-0, right? So that would get EG, 100 Thieves, Team Liquid would all move up two games. They would stay in first, second, third. Down here, FlyQuest would be 1-1. One one. That would put Cloud9 at 0-2, right? Because Fly and Cloud9 play each other. So let's say FlyQuest goes 1-1, one one, Cloud9 goes 0-2, CLG goes 2-0. Um, Fly and CLG would be tied for fourth. And then Cloud9 would be in sixth, two games behind. So this this is seems like a pretty make or break weekend for Cloud9. Um, you know these standings could definitely fluctuate quite a bit. If Hundred Thieves drops a game, you know that shakes things up. If if Team Liquid loses to Cloud9, <clears throat> that shakes things up. If FlyQuest loses to Cloud9, you know let's say Cloud9 goes 2-0, and FlyQuest goes 0-2. And Team Liquid goes one and one. Well, you would have you would have Cloud Nine would be at eight and five. So let's say Evil Geniuses and Hundred Thieves go two zero. They would stay in first and second at eleven and two and ten and three. Uh, Cloud9 would tie with Team Liquid at 8 and 5 for third place. CLG would be at 8 and 5. They'd be tied for third place. And FlyQuest would be at 7 and 6 in sixth place. So this is a big weekend for these teams. Um, if FlyQuest can pull off a 2-0, if Cloud9 can pull off a 2-0, if Team Liquid can pull off a 2-0, like, whoever gets the 2-0s this weekend, whoever is clutch this weekend, is, is this is a huge chance to swing in the standings and gain that momentum towards the back half of the split. Anyway, that's going to do it for this one. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. We'll catch you next time.